Hey everyone, welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast, where our aim is to help you live and love like Jesus. I'm Lauren Hlaud, one of the pastors of Prince of Peace. We're glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy. tonight you're great are you good are you jolly anyone here named holly anyone no no holly no holly jolly but we are jolly right this is the most wonderful time of the year isn't it who here has been listening to warm 98 or star 93.3 for a while now a while now no kidding The day after Halloween, our decorations went up in the Halad household this year. That's the earliest we've ever put them up. But I want you to get outside of Christmas for a moment. I want you to get outside of Christmas Eve and the twinkling lights and the presents and the carols on the radio. How are you, really? How is it with your soul? Are you experiencing God's love, God's peace? Or do you feel a little bit like me this year? Do you feel a little hardened, a little more tense? Do you feel as though there's a great weight on your shoulders and you can't quite describe it, and yet it's sort of how you feel? I was at the dentist about a month ago, and the, the, the dental hygienist, I was in the chair, the dental hygienist said, I think you're grinding your teeth a lot. And I hadn't thought about it, but, but since the hygienist mentioned it, now I'm hyper aware of the reality that I am grinding my teeth a lot. I'm clenching my jaw. My shoulders are hunched. My brow is furrowed. And for good reason, Right? We've been living through unprecedented times and, you know, I don't need to go into all of the things because, well, you're aware of them. Two years of a global health crisis, not knowing what to do here or there, thinking we've beat it, but then here comes a new thing around the corner, social unrest, societal unrest, all of it leading to an upending of so many normal routines in our lives. We're working from home more. We're way more comfortable on Zoom. We're not so comfortable on Zoom. So many things have changed. And what I think is happening to a lot of us, I think it's happened to me over the course of the last few years, is that I'm finding myself a little bit hardened. Not necessarily angry or grumpy or mean, but a little more shut off. It's an interesting thing to think about. And over the last year, really the last couple of years, leading up to the birth of our third son, Luke, uh, I felt as though there was even more tension sort of living inside of my body. As my wife Becca and I were awaiting the birth of our child, we, we, we learned some news about Luke, some medical news, and we had a lot of unanswered questions before his birth, and I wore a lot of that. Our whole family did. Extra stress, extra tension. 
But then something really amazing happened. Can we get Luke's picture up here? Luke came. Luke came into the world. And that tension and the stress and the anxiety and the worry and the fear, it's, well, it's still there in my life. But when you actually cradle the child, you look in those eyes, your heart is softened. It's softened. It makes me think of a quote from A Christmas Carol. You know the, the old movie, Charles Dickens, Ebenezer Scrooge? be safe to say that Scrooge was hardened. <laughs> we don't know all the reasons that he was hardened in his life, but he was. He treated Marley terribly. He was rude and grumpy. He was walking around just with his coat in front of him, bumping into people on the streets. He didn't care about anyone or anything. And there's one little scene where the nephew of Scrooge is talking to his uncle, and he's explaining to his uncle why he observes Christmas. And this is what he says. I have always thought of Christmas time when it has come around as a good time, a kind, forgiving, charitable time. The only time I know of in the long calendar of the year when men and women seem by one consent to open up their shut-up hearts freely and to think of people below them as if they really were fellow passengers to the grave and not another race of creatures bound on other journeys. Charles Dickens, I think, captures here in this scene the true invitation of Christmas. There's something about this season that has the ability, even if it's temporary, to open up our shut-up hearts. I think there is something in the air this time of year that makes us more charitable, more forgiving, more loving. Now, not if you're buying last-minute Christmas gifts like I did the other day and was driving over near Rookwood Plaza. That was chaotic. Not feeling very loving or forgiving there. I wanted out of that parking lot. But there's something about Christmas. There's something about this story of God coming to earth in the form of a child that opens us up, that softens us in just the ways we need softened. When I think back over the first year of Luke's life in our household, hands down, my favorite moments are when I have no other responsibility in the world but the greatest responsibility to simply cradle him. My kids love it too. There's something about a baby, isn't there? You know when you come across an infant, a newborn, a child, fresh and pure, beautiful, ready to greet the world, people do what my kids are doing. They, they tend to gather around. They want to look at this child. And the affect on our faces changes, doesn't it? I saw a baby at the last service and a really cute-looking baby, and I, I kind of went near, and, and I let out a, oh. Don't we all do that? Babies soften us. They make what's hard loosened, and they should. Giving Luke a bottle 
has been my favorite thing over the first year of his life. There's nowhere else you need to be other than to hold the child and to nurture him, to care for him. So many mothers who have been blessed to have children who have chosen to to go down the nursing route often describe at the end of of the the, the months or the year of nursing or so this, this little bit of grief that they feel. They're happy to be done nursing on the one hand, and on the other hand, there's often this longing that that this sacred time of bonding, of holding the child, is coming to a close. Because pretty soon, those children become toddlers, and those toddlers become kids, and they still need our love, and they still need our care, and they still need instructed, but they won't let you really hold them like this anymore. This is how I've entered into the Christmas story this year. It's a familiar story, isn't it? In the Gospel of Luke, we hear that shepherds are out in the field, and now shepherds were hardened people. I imagine their hands were calloused. Their shoulders must have been tense. They were watching over their flocks by night. These are day laborers, people who know what a hard day's work is. And when the angel of the Lord comes to the shepherds and and calls them, beckons them to follow the light, to go and see the Christ child. We have all of those images of a nativity scene, don't we? They're familiar images. In many, there are wise men or shepherds. The wise men sort of representing power and wealth and wisdom, people of stature. And you always have these two groups gathered around Mary and Joseph with their child, the hardened shepherds and the important wise men. But what struck me this year about nativity images and nativity sets is the way in which all of these characters are turned looking at the child. The great softening is beginning. You see, the story of Jesus and the message of God, Emmanuel, God coming to earth, it begins with the great softening of the hardened heart. And it's from that place that the gospel and ministry, the word of God's good news about a new kingdom breaking in where there's no more pain, no more sorrow, no more war, no more division. It's that ministry and that kingdom that spreads from one softened heart to the next. The ministry and gospel of Jesus never spreads effectively through power or force or strength or dominion or might. It always spreads through tenderness. Think about when the gospel has really touched your heart. It's probably been a time in your life when you were feeling vulnerable when you embraced this reality of your own brokenness, your own need. A family member is diagnosed with cancer. A loved one has departed us far too soon. You lost a job. There's relationship problems in your life. It's in the middle of those contexts when our hearts are opened up, when the hard shell is broken on our exterior, that the word of God gets planted within us. That unto us, a child is born. 
a child is born. Let's put up the image of, there it is already. I love this image this year. It, it reminds me of that one of Noah and Brianna I had up earlier. Their faces are aglow looking at this child. There's a softening on the face and a softening in the heart. I believe what the world needs right now, the world needs people of good faith and good courage to go out into a hardened world with soft hearts. That's what the world needs. The world is hard enough. The world we're living in right now is filled with division and talking heads that stir up more division, fear of neighbor. The world needs meekness. And so this Christmas, I want to encourage you to consider your role. Your role in this world is to cradle Christ. The scripture teaches us that Christ is within us, that Christ is with us. You see, cradling Christ shouldn't happen just once a year when we bring out our nativity sets. It's a calling for our whole lives. How would things shift in our churches and in our world and in our homes and in our community if we understood that we are called to nurture the infant Christ. We're called to hold that Christ, that love, that joy. We're called to be softened so that we can then go out into a world and share good news with people who desperately need it. Our children may grow. They may not allow us to hold them forever. But we are always invited to hold the gift of the Christ, the God who is with us, the God who is holding us always. Howard Thurman was a brilliant theologian, pastor, prophet, poet. And Howard Thurman described what the work of Christmas truly is. Howard Thurman writes, when the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and princes are home, when the shepherds are back with their flocks, the work of Christmas begins. To find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among others, and to make music in the heart. May there be music in your heart this night. And may that music carry you all year long. Cling to your faith in the newborn king. God loves each of you, and I do too. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Prince of Peace podcast. I hope that today's message has brought comfort and inspiration to your life. Have a great rest of the week.